Black Girl No Magic reaches all aspects of being a modern day woman, but most importantly, a woman of color. To the women dealing with depression, overcoming anxiety, searching for their faith, or simply needing a safe space, this is for you. This is for us. Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast, Black Girl No Magic. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode, Black Girl Hold the Magic. Where did black girl magic even come from? I wondered as I sat on my bathroom floor, cutting out my sew-in and revealing a piece of me that my new employer hadn't seen. The kinks in my hair came from my mom and I thanked her every day for them. But I realized there was nothing magical about having to tell the stories of my crown. I reflected for a while and I realized, yes, I am magical, but this life takes the strength that not every woman currently possesses. So today we're going to discuss being bold, being beautiful, and not giving a damn about what anybody has to say about your black girlness. So it's very easy, I feel like, for us to really become down in the dumps and feel unwanted, feel less than, feel like we aren't eye candy to the rest of the world as black women and that is something that black women have been struggling with since before my time I'm sure before your time I know my ancestors struggle with feeling beautiful Um, I speak to my grandmother on a daily basis and there's things in her childhood and you know her coming into adulthood that caused her to not feel as beautiful and I really took a moment to digest that and then dissect that and try to understand why is it that we don't feel like we are valued or that we are good enough. And that's when I really took a step back and was like, this is not magic at all. This is everything but magic. This is us embracing strength, embracing our triumphs, the disrespect from the public eye, Um, the disrespect from the media and really trying to grasp onto this thing called life and make it so that we are heard and we are seen and we are felt as beautiful as the woman sitting next to us that maybe isn't as dark as us or whose hair isn't as coarse as us or isn't as thick as us. There's so many different things that the world has instilled in us into thinking that we are less than or that we are not beautiful enough and I'm just here to tell all of you that you are beautiful enough and that is it you are beautiful enough no matter the coarseness of your hair the silkiness of your hair the darkness of your skin the lightness of your skin no matter what it is you are good enough you're beautiful um so if anybody hasn't told you that today I'm telling you you are beautiful Something I really wanted to touch on in today's podcast was the idea of the loud, obnoxious Black woman. And I know that this is an idea, a topic, a subject that a lot of people don't like discussing, but it's something that needs to be talked about. So from firsthand experience, you know, there's there's definitely quiet Black women Um, But you also have your stereotypical loud women, women that speak at a higher octave. Personally, I was raised 
in a family that talks loud. Um, my household is a very loud household. When someone's talking, their voice reaches a higher octave, and that's just the way that we speak. Um, but I wanted to discuss the deeper root of why we are loud as Black women. Are we loud because we have felt for so long that we weren't seen or we weren't heard? So the octave of our voice has has risen in hopes of being heard, in hopes of being seen. And then I also took a step back and analyzed the loud white women that I know in my life. Um, and I remember specifically growing up in a low-income neighborhood or going to a low-income school and the white women that were loud were also the white women that went through things, very similar things that we went through as an African-American household. And they too were very loud. And was it because they also weren't seen or heard? So what is the real root of our voice? Is it is it that we're black women and we're just loud and all black women are just loud? Or is it that the things that you go through growing up really shape the way that you are as an adult, the octave that you, even something as simple as the octave that you speak at. And it really helped me understand that it's not, it's not just because we're black that we're loud. It's the things that we've been through. And that's relatable across the board for all women. Clearly, you notice that some of the loudest women have spent their whole lives maybe being suffocated or not being heard or never being seen and never being understood. So they speak loudly. They want to be heard. They yearn for that. So that's something to think about. Um, if that reaches home for you or if that, if that hits home for you, I always tell people the octave of my voice is never changing. You will not silence me. I don't give a damn how annoying it is. I don't give a damn how much it hurts your ears. I don't care. If you have a problem with the way that I speak, the octave of my voice, you can go. It doesn't matter who you are. That's an employer. That's a friend. That's family. Because we're entitled to that. I'm entitled to this octave. I'm entitled to the way that I speak, as are you. Now, I'm not saying being obnoxious all the time is okay. You definitely need to learn how to mask that and come to your senses about the way, you know, what's presentable and what's not presentable. But as far as being a little bit louder than the people around you, that's not something that we should have to be ashamed of. I laugh very loudly. I talk very loudly when I'm excited. And for anybody to walk around and try to mask that is, is unacceptable. So don't let people mask you. Don't let people try to silence you. We've been silenced our whole lives. If anything, now is the time for us to be able to speak and speak up and out. Um, so where do we go from here? I say that we speak up and we speak out and we continue to do that. Um, about everything, about being a black woman in general, speak up and speak out. There's been so many years and so many decades of being masked and being silenced. Finally, for once, our voice is just now getting a step into the door. So to start to silence that and start to be quiet now would be doing ourselves an injustice. So I challenge all of you to be who you are and be who you are confidently. We didn't get here from magic. We got here from hardships. We got here from traumas. We got here from a lot of different things, but I can promise you there was no magic involved. Um, the magic is how we rise from it. The magic is what we do with it. The magic is where we take ourselves. What do we do and where do we go from here?
On today's episode, I also wanted to touch base on the I am not my hair movement. I am not my hair is something that a lot of black women have been speaking on and saying for years now. And I just wanted to touch on why is our hair even a discussion? Why is it that we walk into a room and our hair is wanting to be touched? Our hair is wanting to be stared at. Our hair is the first thing that people notice when we walk into a room. Not to say, I mean, it's not noticeable because our hair is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. From my sew-in to my natural curls, it's all beautiful. But why is that a convert? That that shouldn't be a conversation starter. That should not be something that is constantly being brought up. I am more than my hair. I am. I I walked into this interview to talk about this job, not to talk about my crown. If you want to talk about my crown, we can talk about it at a later time. I can set up an appointment with you, and we can discuss that at a later date. But right now, I'm here to talk about this job. So why is it that we are always, always having to explain our hair? I change my hair very often. For people that know me, I I have done the big chop more than once. I have curly hair. I wear sew-ins often. I wear wigs often. I wear braids. I I am the true definition of the different hairstyles that an African-American woman can have. And I'm okay with that. I am happy with that. I feel comfortable in that. But discussing my hair, that's something that I don't necessarily feel comfortable doing because the conversation is always, oh my gosh, your hair grew so fast. Like, girl, boy, whoever, it, stop playing. Like, you know my hair didn't grow this fast and I shouldn't even have to be having this conversation with you because my hair is not your business. So with that being said, if you see a black woman today, tomorrow, Try to discuss something more than her hair. We are more than our hair. We don't want to talk about that. Why don't you try to get to know us on an intellectual level? Why don't you try to get to know the things that we understand, our views on things, what we know, what we have learned, what we are educated on? Our hair is something that we we don't want to talk about. I'm sorry, but we don't want to talk about it. We know it's cute. Now next. And if it intimidates you, if the fro intimidates you, then you have more growing and learning and understanding to do within yourself. But that's still not a discussion that we want to have with you. We are more than that. We are educated. We have a job to do. We have a job to get done. We have families to feed. We have tables to fulfill. So talking about our hair is something that you're going to have to make an appointment to do because listen, <laughs> time is money, okay? Time is money. So I encourage you, if you see a black woman and you're intrigued to say something about her hair, say something else. Ask her a question. Try to get to know her mind. Try to understand her soul because I promise you it is much more beautiful than whatever hair she has in at the time. Okay? And for my black women, when people are coming at you about your hair... Try to remain calm. Remain calm because all they want always is for us to be stereotypically obnoxious and stereotypically go off on them and and pop off, quote unquote. So just be calm and be like, you know what? Like, if you want to talk about my hair, we could talk about it at a later date. We could talk about it at a later time. Right now, I'm here to get this money. I'm here to get this job. I'm here to enjoy myself. 
on my own leisure and I don't want to talk about my hair. I don't want to explain to you how my wig has been on for two weeks because all you know is costume wigs that come on and off in the same day. <laughs> like I don't want to talk about that with you. So I encourage you ladies to do that. Just keep it real. And if you want to talk about your hair, more power to you. But sis, we be tired of talking about this stuff. Like it's overwhelming. Mind your business, Joey. Mind your business, Sarah. Like, period. Um, <laughs> so yes. Please know, ladies, that we are compiled with so many different things. And this this podcast is gonna be so much more than the magic that you know that we we're portraying now in 2019. More so, this podcast is going to be about how do we get here? Because it wasn't magic that brought us here. It was faith, it was serenity, and it was self-love. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode of Black Girl No Magic. And I can't wait to see you guys back for my next episode.